Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is New Year's Eve. It is Monday, the 31st of December. It's Mailbox Monday, but we're going to continue talking about what it means to search for and find truth. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, I hope you guys are having a great day. I don't know what you're doing tonight, but I can tell you that as I get older... I like to go to bed earlier. (laughs) One of the great things about living on the West Coast, I'll just give you a little, and moms, feel free if you get younger ones, you can actually do this with your kids. If you live out West, uh, we like to pretend that it's midnight when it's really nine. So we'll watch the ball drop in New York City at nine o'clock and bang our pots and pans and uh, go to bed. So there you go. That's my that's my fun tip for you for this New Year's Eve. If you got more energy than I do and you want to actually stay up till midnight, then uh, I applaud you. And so I am really excited because this is the last day of 2018. I cannot even believe how fast this year has gone by. And we are looking forward to what God is going to do at MomStrong International in the year of 2019. We are very committed to studying the word there. And I want to just encourage you, uh, get a friend. The scripture writing community is free. And the study, which will take you more in depth, we're going to be studying balance and what it means to embrace God's priorities for the month of January. If you have a friend who you know would benefit from studying the word and who wouldn't, Join us and join the community at momstronginternational.com. All right, last week we ended talking a little bit about the search for truth. And you guys heard me, I read an email from a listener who was very frustrated and I'll read it for you again if you missed that. She said, Heidi, my child's school is teaching that boys and girls are interchangeable and anyone who disagrees with this is seen as a bigot. Should we insist on teaching our children otherwise and risk having our kids ostracized? And you heard me say, if you haven't heard this, I wanted to encourage you, go back and listen to Friday's podcast. Absolutely, my answer is unequivocally, unapologetically, yes, 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 yes. Teach your children that God created them in his image, male and female. This is the truth of the word of God. And we are living in a culture right now that is absolutely desperate for truth. We're desperate for it. And we can't afford to sacrifice truth on the altar of political correctness anymore. Not one second longer. Our children need to know that truth exists. So we talked a little bit on Friday. We sort of ended by saying, it's time to come back to the Bible and you win the battle for your mind. The first thing that you do uh, in winning the battle for your mind is you learn to do exactly what the apostle Peter said in 1 Peter 5, and you resist the devil. You resist the devil. You recognize that the battle for your heart is won or lost in your mind by the things that you allow yourself to think, by the things that you take into your spirit, and you meditate on those things. And then we encourage ourselves and our children to go back to the Bible to know the word of God. 
If you want to win the battle for your mind, declare what you know is true. Remember, we talked about this on Friday. That's what Jesus did. He said, nope, I'm not going to let the enemy camp out in my mind. I'm going, to, I'm going to declare the word of God. You remember when Satan tempted him? Jesus started by saying, it is written. He had an incredible respect for the authority of the word of God. And when he was tempted, his reaction was to take, was to take God's word and say it back to the devil. And that's a wonderful way for us to practice spiritual warfare. Uh, in Second Chronicles chapter twenty, verse six and verse twelve, I'm going to read this to you uh, for just a minute. You see, in this passage, we're going to we're going to read about the nation of Judah, and these guys had just received some pretty bad news. So here's what's going down: an army was about ready to destroy them, and King Jehoshaphat had no idea how they could survive such a vicious attack, but he knew that there was only one person he could turn to, and that was God. So the second thing that we're going to talk about, so the first thing in winning the battle for your mind is to declare out loud what you know is true. That's why it's so important for you to tell your children the truth. We can tell our kids the truth and teach them how to communicate the truth and love, but we must not shy away from the truth. There are life and death things happening in the culture right now. So we declare what we know is true. The next thing we want to do is we declare where our faith rests. So I'm going to keep using that word declare. Because it's something that we can do as believers to uh, use our voices to speak truth, to declare where our faith rests. So this is Second Chronicles chapter 20. Oh, Lord, the God of our fathers, power and might are in your hand. We are powerless before this great multitude, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Think of it. This was Jehoshaphat's, this was his, this was his uh, statement. This was his line in the sand. This was him saying, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm with the Lord. And Father, I recognize that you're the one who has the power. You're the one with the might. We actually are totally powerless before this army that's coming to attack us. We don't even know what to do, but you know what? We're not gonna be afraid. Instead, we're gonna keep our eyes on you. I love how God answered Jehoshaphat's prayer. He answered him quickly, for one thing. I love that because in all my years of walking with the Lord, something I've learned about him, he's rarely early, but he's never late. And God quickly answered the prayer of Jehoshaphat. He said, listen, this battle is not Judah's. This is mine. I got this. And then the Lord set up a battle plan. Now, I want you to notice that God didn't call warriors to fight this battle. Mm-mm. I know some of you guys are facing some battles right now and you're you're trying to move the chess pieces around in your life just right and you haven't bothered to go before the Lord. It should be the very first thing we do when we're faced with struggles. When, we're, uh, when we are encountering a bold lie, the very first thing we need to do is go before the Lord and say, Father, we do not know what to do. Our eyes are on you, instruct us. That's what, that's what Jehoshaphat was saying. He was saying, instruct us. Speak, Lord. Like Samuel, right? For your servant is listening. So now God's not going to call the warriors to fight the battle. He's going to do something completely outside of the scope of what would have been considered acceptable at the time. And God's going to instruct the king to place the choir up front and march into the battle singing praises to his name. What do you guys think about? What do you think about that? How do you think Jehoshaphat felt about it? No arrows, no uh, tar pitch rockets gonna fly through the air. The only thing flying through the air that God asked them to do was the praises that he wanted to be set out before him. 
So Jehoshaphat, who the Bible records trusted God, set his human emotions aside. Remember we talked about this last week? We are literally worshiping human emotions in the culture right now. Whatever whim and emotion you have, it's an idol now. You can't be offended. We can't tell you the truth because for goodness sake, they're shutting speech down on campuses across the United States at an unprecedented rate. People are being attacked simply for speaking out. And in this situation, the king had to set his human emotions aside and keep his eyes on God. And you've got to do the same thing. Jehoshaphat's actions demonstrated that he trusted God and he obeyed the Lord. And check it out, you guys. Before the army, before Jude had even reached the battlefield, God was at work. God had thrown the enemy into such confusion that the Bible records they turned on one another. Mm-mm. That's got some implications. I'm gonna let it sit right there. Moment of silence. What would happen, men and women, if we set our human emotions? I don't know about you, but I'm an emotional person. I can get emotional. I can get angry. I can become overwhelmed. I can become sad, even despondent when my eyes are not on the Lord. And the king set his emotions aside and said he trusted God and his actions demonstrated that he trusted God as he obeyed the Lord. You see, before Judah reached the battlefield, God had thrown the enemy into confusion. And he can do the same thing for you. The army of Judah never lifted a bow because God defeated its enemies for them. God did that. Is there an enemy in your life right now? Is there something that you're struggling with where you're just going, man, I just do not know what to do? Can I just encourage you to give the battle to the Lord to do what Jehoshaphat did in Second Chronicles and say, Father, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Our eyes are on you. I will never forget the night that my nephew uh, had a car accident and my sister Hope hit the floor of the emergency room in prayer. She was literally crying out at the top of her lungs. She was saying, Father, no. We don't know what to do. Our eyes are on you. We trust you. Lord, this hurts. There was a recognition that we were in an incredible battle. And God said, I'm going to fight this for you. God wants your praise. Did you notice that that's another thing that Jehoshaphat did? He started off by just praising the Lord. Oh, Lord, the God of our fathers, power and might are in your hand. He didn't say, Father, thank you for giving me this amazing suit of armor and entrusting me to be the king of this great people of yours, Judah. No. He didn't say power and might were in his hand. He said, power and might, Father God, are in your hand. And actually, we're powerless. That is an attitude of humility. That's the posture that we should have because we are powerless. You know, when you really figure that out is when your kids leave your home. And all of a sudden, your prayer life deepens because you realize you have no control over the decisions that they make. Men and women, if you're facing something that's frustrating or difficult right now, can I just encourage you to do what, do what Jehoshaphat did? Begin to sing songs of praise to the Lord, and you will see your enemies defeated. Men and women, 
if we, God's people who are called by his name, would humble ourselves and pray, I believe we would see an incredible shift happen around us. Prayer changes things. Praise changes things. Praise. When we lift our hearts to God and we offer him our prayers on the wings of praise, not only are our hearts lifted, but you will find that God will give you a sense of peace inside of you like nothing you have ever known. When the Bible talks about a peace that passes understanding, the only people that understand that peace are people who are walking in right relationship with God. God wants to restore peace if you've lost it. And if you'll let him, he'll give you a fresh touch of it. His peace, his love, his grace when you praise him, his forgiveness, it's all available to you. It's available to you right now. The Bible says that we want to think up to the level of God's word. That was that verse that I read for you a couple of days ago out of Isaiah 55. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts, which means we need to think up to the level of God's word. Are you trusting God's ability to be victorious in your life? Are you trusting that he's gonna give you exactly what you need as you combat the lies of the enemy and the culture right now? Do you believe that God knows what he's doing? Because listen, as my grandmother used to say, we either trust God or we don't. And the way we live our lives evidences whether or not that's true. Trust that God knows what he's doing. You know, I I wrote a book a couple, about a year and a half ago called Becoming Mom Strong. If you haven't picked it up yet, I want to just encourage you to do that. It's available anywhere books are sold. But I wrote that book to encourage a generation of women not to see themselves through the eyes of their earthly fathers, but to see themselves through the eyes of their heavenly father, to realize that they were born for such a time as this. We don't trust in our own strength. We trust in God's strength. The Bible says some may trust in horses and some may trust in chariots, but we, the children of God, trust in the name of the Lord. Let me put it another way for you. Homeschool mom. Some might trust in curriculum. Some might trust in homeschooling. If I just homeschool my kids, if I just keep them out of that, away from the influences of the world, that my children will walk with God. I got news for you, women. It doesn't work that way. Some of you men, maybe your verse goes like this. You just don't know it. Instead of some might trust in horses and some might trust in chariots, maybe some might trust in a, in a good paying position. Some might trust in a deal going through. Some might trust in real estate. God says, don't, don't trust in that stuff. Don't put, your, don't put your hope there. Put your hope in me. Trust in God's ability to be victorious as you walk in right relationship with him. He knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. You want to win the battle for your mind? Think up to the level of God's word. Declare where your faith rests. Declare what you know is true. Every time you declare what you know is true, you're taking out strongholds that the enemy would love to have in your life. Don't give him an opportunity to get a stronghold in your life. Don't give him the opportunity. Remember, you are 
the boss of your thoughts. That's you. You're the boss. Remember, if anybody ever said that to you and your kids, you're not the boss of me, anybody. <laughs> oh dear, I may have said that. Well, it's, I'll just leave that right there. But the Bible says in Romans chapter 13, that instead of thinking like a worldly person, we think up to the level of scripture, we put on Christ, that's from Romans 13 verse 14, the first part of it says, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. This comes to back to you being the boss of your thoughts. How do we put on the Lord Jesus? We do it in our minds. We choose to put on the thoughts that magnify who we are in Christ. And when we do it, we're able to walk by the power of God. You see, we get to choose which thoughts we accept and which thoughts we'll reject. We are the boss of our thoughts. And that's why I told my children over and over again, I reject this idea that men can be women and women can be men. I reject it because I know it's a lie. And you can reject it too. Put on Christ. Put on Christ. If anyone's in Christ, he's a new creature. The old has passed away. Behold, everything is new. I wrote a blog post several years ago when I was coming home from a, from a women's event. And uh, I, was, I was frustrated. I was discouraged by what I had seen happening where I was, the, the struggles that these moms were having with their children just standing up for the most basic of basic of truths the most basic and i sat down on on uh, on my seat i sat in my seat on on the airplane and i remember not being able to sleep so i picked up the airline's magazine and there was a piece in there it was entitled the toys they are changing and the tagline read as society's view on gender evolves the business of play tries to keep up and my heart just sank. The article went on to explain how the toy industry in the United States is rapidly moving toward making their toys gender neutral. Well, this article, I wrote this article a couple of years ago. Dude, we're not even talking about toys anymore. We can't even keep the men out of the girls' restrooms. That's how rapidly this thing is escalating. Now, when I was growing up, the girls I knew were into construction toys long before the gender-bending toy therapists existed. I mean, I played with matchbox cars when I was a little girl. My first grade girlfriends and I built Lincoln Log towns with my brother. Well, and he was making Star Wars characters out of Legos and he raided the towns we were creating, but that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> my parents didn't wonder if I was wishing I was born a boy when I climbed trees and played war games with the boys in the neighborhood. And yes, I had a toy gun. Don't panic. I'm okay. I also played with dolls and pretended to be a school teacher when I was a child. I was a girl who played with dolls and trucks. And these days, they'd have put me on hormone therapy and sent me to a shrink. Why? Because it's a, it's a lie. It's a bold lie. And men and women, you can only counter a bold lie with bold truth. And bold truth is found in the word of God and not apart from it. Put on Christ. Allow him to control your thinking. Clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus. Choose which thoughts you accept and which thoughts you reject. Declare what you know to be true. Think up to the level of God's word and declare 
where your faith rests. I'm going to come back on Wednesday as we get ready to start uh, a brand new study over at MomStrong International. We start those studies on the first Monday of every month. And so we will not start that uh, until the first Monday in January. So, so I'm going to take one more podcast and I'm going to talk a little bit more about truth and what it means to put on Christ and what it means to stand in truth, to declare what you know is true. And then on the first Monday in January, we will begin talking about the new study at MomStrong International. I hope this is encouraging to you. I would love to hear what God's doing in your life. Tell me ways that you're getting off the bench and onto the battlefield. Shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your questions. We'd love to hear your prayer requests. We'd love to be able to pray for you. And you could pray for us too. You can pray that we will be faithful in what God's called us to do. If this podcast is an encouragement to you, it would encourage us two things you can do. One, leave uh, podcast reviews over at iTunes, rate it and review the podcast. The second thing you can do is support this ministry financially. You'll notice that we don't have ads on this podcast. There's a reason for that. We have about 20 minutes and I don't want to waste it uh, advertising. So if you're inclined to support this ministry, we would be greatly encouraged. I will link to uh, I will link to a place where you can give online to the nonprofit that my husband and I have uh, founded about 15 years ago. It's called Firmly Planted Family. And you can also reach us by mail, and I will put the address of the show notes today as well. Again, I want to thank you for listening. You guys, there is such a thing as truth, and God defines it. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by Him. Turn your eyes heavenward as we enter into a new season and into a new year. And let's wait and watch and see what God will do. I don't know about you, but I trust Him. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.